Okay, hey everybody, welcome back to episode 38 of Why Are We Still Awake? Your host Tyler here um, with Anton also, no guests, just the boys. Um, I don't know what we'll leave in, but we kind of botched the intro. Might be funny, but I'll listen to it, but that's why we were laughing at the start of this. But how how you Classic. doing, Anton, on this uh, I'm, Thursday? Thursday, yes, I'm doing great. Um, it's a little bit rainy today, which is uh, good for me at least. I enjoy the rain. That sounds awful, bro. You sound yeah, mad you were... sad. I feel like. Uh, wait, why? I don't know. I feel like the rain got you down, even though you don't feel like it does. No, I love the rain. It's just getting late, you know. It's not. It's not a early six p.m. for for me over here. That's true. I will say, you know, with the summer like time, it stays bright so long that it's not even that late for you. So I don't want to hear any complaining. That's true. Okay. Well, do you want to kick us off first with sleep stuff or do you want to do something else? Fuck. Okay. Can I <laughs> just, can I just, uh, okay. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, so, <laughs> Wow. Um, I have a bunch of things to talk. So we haven't filmed in like maybe a week and a half. I don't exactly know. Um, do we want to do like a longer time span or just the past like week? Let's just do uh, whatever will make you look the best. Uh, it's all about the same. <laughs> I'll just because <laughs> I just like the weekends are thick and then the weekdays are slim. Um, uh. I'll do the last two work weeks since we're in the middle of a work week right right now. Um, I'm coming in at an seven hours and 44 minutes on average, which sounds pretty good. Um, but wait, that's a ton. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's like eight hours. Oh, you know what? I was, I was averaging the time column. So it was <laughs> the average wake up. Okay. Good call. <laughs> You're just waking up at 7.45 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On average. Okay. That's Sorry. fucking troll. <laughs> My bad. My average over the past two work weeks is a solid, and you have the right idea, is a solid six hours and 30 minutes. So actually not as bad as I thought. It's not great. It's not. And the kickers are a minimum of five hours and 15 minutes. And we can talk about why that happened and a maximum of nine hours on Friday night. So damn, <laughs> that is thick. I can't, I can't sleep that long. I feel like I just wake up and I can't go back to sleep. That's what all my but peers I'm, say too. Yeah. So, but I'm still tired though. So it's shit. Yeah. That's yeah. Circadian rhythms, man. Yeah. Okay. Mine, um, I'll do last week was doo doo, six hours and 20 minutes. Wow. Worse than me? Whew. Yeah. And then this week is better, seven hours and 30 minutes. But I think it's like, I think it's busted because this one says I went to bed at 12 and then I like, I definitely did not go to bed at 12. So I think it's probably closer to like seven hours this week. Okay. So you're like doing pretty poorly for somebody who used to be pretty good. Yeah, dude. And then the week before that, I had five hour, 56 minutes. Well, so like, well wasn't that like a like a, you had a deadline or something? Uh, I don't think I don't know if it was the same week. OK, or yeah, I don't I don't remember. But OK. Fair enough. It's fucking rough. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're in the city that never sleeps, so that makes sense for me. You know, I'm in the backwater suburbs. I don't know why that's happening. Um, but I, the one day I got five hours and 15 minutes of sleep, or like about that, um, was actually the day I went into the office for the first time in like a year and a half. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. I feel like it was fun. Yeah. So you've been going in. I don't know. Did we talk about it last episode? I don't know, but you've been going in four days a week basically right for the most part yeah pretty much and i love and it it's been great so far yeah yeah i feel like i definitely lose like a solid hour of hour plus of work time uh-huh but i may make it up just because i'm like generally more productive when i'm there but then also like general happiness i feel like is way higher because it's 
a lot of fun to just like hang out with your old friends and you're always like seeing people that you haven't seen in a long time um yeah and yeah i don't know i just like the energy you know yeah i think there's like a couple parts to it and i have like kind of a lot of thoughts from my like going one day uh but i think the first one is the feeling of like a real routine not that like rolling out of bed and walking to your desk like 10 feet away isn't a routine but i think it's like not like a healthy one or like it's harder to feel good about that but like actually getting dressed and ready and like going somewhere with purpose feels pretty good and that's like something we haven't been doing for a year and a half two years so i really liked that and yeah um the second part that i that really like stuck with me was doing the actual commute so i took the train and I didn't know what that was going to be like. I was like, is anyone going to be on this train? Like who's going to work now? And surprisingly there were like an okay amount of people on it. Like, I thought it was just going to be a straight ghost town, uh, but there were other people on it. And um, as I was sitting there, you know, I wasn't like so tired. I couldn't stay awake or anything mainly because I had probably only been doing it for one day, but it was, I was thinking to, about how I did it for six months and I just, yeah. <laughs> it was like, mind-blowing to me that like week after week i was just doing this um so yeah yeah. just doing a five days in a row is just whoa just like three days in you're like fuck i'm pretty tired and like i got a few more days of this yeah the like and i you know maybe i'm just forgetting because it was painful but i don't remember feeling like really bad on wednesday or even thursday but i must have because like it just gets grinding even if you like sleep pretty well it's just a lot of time spent um and that's when like the train ride was less enjoyable like there were way more people sometimes in the morning like you didn't get a seat like there were all kinds of downsides um but i don't remember feeling that bad in the moment maybe we can like flip back to some of those episodes of me like bitching about it but i was shocked that i had done it for even six months um but past the commute, everything else was great. Like it, I went in because a couple friends and teammates were in the office, and um, there was basically nobody else there, so it was pretty cool. Um, and it's probably like an experience that I won't have again in the sense that like I think more people are going back more frequently or trying to. So um, it was very interesting, very fun. I think because like it was just like a concentration of people I knew. It was like probably more social than it normally would have been, which was great to like get back into it. Um, but definitely came back home and did some more work because I think I was less productive, but I think that's more of a factor of like not being in office, but more just being there for like knowing that I'm only going to be there one day, but overall great experience. I feel like if you like coordinate and you have like a regular schedule where you guys come in pretty frequently, Mm -hmm. like, like you can like manage being productive and like, having enough time to just mess around. Yeah. And I think the other part of the productivity conversation is I thought, or I generally think like messaging is pretty, like a pretty good substitute for in-person collaboration, but it's really not like just being there. It's not. Yeah. (laughs) Not at all. Messaging has like so much friction, not just like waiting for the people to respond, but even just like typing the message, making sure that like what you say in written form is like, easy to understand and like so cannot stress enough the benefits of like in-person collaboration over yeah teams or whatever you might use yeah because you could be like halfway through a conversation and then you'd be like wait are we even on the same page like do we both know what we're talking about here and then Mm -hmm. you don't realize until you're like until they say something that just like doesn't make sense yeah they like restart the whole conversation (laughs) whereas like if you're like in person you can like see you can get like the the visual cues to see the confusion yeah for sure and like teams i'm always like worried about sounding like either too abrupt or like rude like if that like in that situation where like you realize halfway through they might not be on the same page like it's kind of hard to navigate that even or like you put it way more thought into navigating that than just like being like hey are we on the same page in person? So it's uh, it was interesting. I didn't really anticipate that. I know people probably have been preaching that for decades that like text communication is far inferior for humans, um, but you don't really understand how, it. Why? Wait, what do you, how would they have been preaching it for decades? Like not like, like text messaging, but like written communication over in person. Oh, well then that's been going on for fucking 
all of mankind because i feel like for the majority of mankind they've just been like fucking everyone's illiterate so text is just not very efficient at all okay but like any of the subjects that would study something like this like sociology have only existed like very recently in modern human history like the neanderthals weren't like i guess maybe the or yes okay only in modern human history is what i'll leave it at but i feel like you'd be surprised like what the fucking ancient people like studied and like thought about like because it always (laughs) seems like they're just like oh like we're strictly smarter than them but that's just like not even right like i feel like on average we're like maybe like slightly more intelligent than our ancestors but on a whole i feel like it's about the same and the only difference is just like access to information and technology and so like if we swapped places like there's no guarantee that we would do better than them yeah i mean there's two parts to that the first part is i know i wouldn't do better like there's all those scenarios like put me in the medieval times like could you make electricity or like or like harness it (laughs) no not even that (laughs) like you don't like if you were like back in olden times with your like not with without your knowledge of like what with my brain yeah but without like the memories just like your pure like intelligence yeah like personality right i think i'd be way smarter than the fucking everyone there (laughs) yeah no fucking way dude (laughs) i genuinely think that Wait, what the fuck? Like, they're like the fucking Pythagoras was fucking figuring out all of his hypotenuses like a long ass time ago, even okay. before like medieval times. Yeah, I'm not he's just like, smarter. Okay, he's guaranteed not... smarter than you. I'm not smarter than every single person in that era, but it's not just. It can't just be access to information, right? Like humans make some thick developmental jumps, right? Like for thousands of years, like they couldn't build like an engine and then all of a sudden they could build an engine or right. Like it took them like tens of thousands of years to like graduate from like the wheel. Right. Like, yeah. Cause I feel like that's, I don't think that has anything to do with intelligence. It's not like as soon as they came out with the engine, like all the people just got way smarter. No, right? no. What happened? I think what happens is so like, as your like as your species goes from like worrying about, food to like having enough food you can worry about other things and then instead of like physically developing your brain develops right because like human brain sizes have grown so i do think we're like objectively smarter on average than like people no, in the past yeah i i agree that we're probably smarter but i don't think we're like 50 percent smarter oh know? yeah i don't yeah i don't think we're 50 percent smarter that's like a pretty big jump i think maybe. we're like 10 percent smarter maybe maybe you um <laughs> that's <fucking> troll, dude. <laughs> but yeah I, I think i'm like totally out of my depth to really discuss this on a 50 versus 10 percent smarter i mean i still think i only use 10 percent of my brain you know i mean that's <laughs> facts dude <laughs> how can that be wrong when they tell us yeah. that at every turn yeah okay well that's office talk um do you want to jump into stuff or i have some kind of troll um just like thoughts i had throughout the week that could spawn conversation too i mean okay i have two things that i've been um thinking about recently okay um the first one, I'm going to just send you this picture really quick. I know this isn't very uh, good yeah. for a podcast, but uh, I'll, I'll let you like describe what I sent you. And okay. then uh, and then we can talk about this thing. So it's, I'm scared. OK, let me know. Let me know when you've received it. Yes, I am. Oh, this is outside your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. OK. OK. So, so, so do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, so it's outside his south-facing apartment window. Um, there's rain on the window, so it's a little out of focus. Okay. Yeah, you can ignore that part. I know. I know. I'm just giving them the full picture because they can't fucking see. Why would you choose this? Okay. <laughs> well, we'll post. We'll post it later, also. But but continue. Okay, so it's the top of this building that's like shorter than his, and there's all these like white 
um, like not boxes, but it looks kind of like pallets of like wood or some kind of material. And then on also on top is like this big gray, like it looks like it's about the size of a shipping container and it looks like a shipping container, but it's some other kind of structure with two doors in it. Um, and it's just like the roof of that building. Yeah. Okay. So my question is what the fuck is this? Cause like I, I like before I started going in the office, I would like my desk was like right next to the window. So I would just like look out every day Yeah, and it would just be like some one singular dude just like sitting on like on the roof and he would just have like a bunch of like metal bars and he would just like walk back and forth and like measure shit and it would just look like the slowest fucking progress in the world and like and then- he would just stand there just like writing stuff down mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this fucking big ass metal box just like appeared one day <laughs> and then like all these fucking things are there and i was like holy shit like what the fuck happened and like who is this man and how is he just building all of this shit on his own? Like, I mean, it's clear that it's just nothing nefarious is happening. There's like just scaffolding. Like this is planned construction just to be clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely planned construction. But it's just like, who is this fucking wizard? And like, how is he building? Like he built a fucking like office. So, my Okay, well, two things. So like this is the roof of the building, but there's like a side part of the building that goes like above the roof. Is that part under construction? Because there's like no windows in there. No, I don't think so. Like, Wh- I think he's he he is j- exclusively just building on this roof. Because they also like it's harder to see, but like it's on like a elevated platform. Yeah, like, I, the box is on like an elevated that. platform. Yeah, so like, why did they spend all that effort to make this elevated platform on top <laughs> of a roof? Like, it's just like a fucking mystery to me. I was like, is he making like a like a rooftop gym or something. <laughs> it looks like a train car, to be honest, on like a track. I on think... top of like a building. Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it houses like the fucking air units and stuff. You think it's just purely like storage? I think, yeah. Like it's functional like utility? building maintenance. There's no way he's just like has his office up there. I thought he's like, I thought he's like constructing like, oh, like, a penthouse addition no, to this no. building or like making like like <laughs> extending the building so it's larger how did you like did you see how they got those like white like what are no those, like, pallets of no things? i didn't see them move anything but i like looked every single day and then one day i was just like whoa what the fuck there's like a ton of stuff on this it group. looks like like three like shipping pallets and then it looks like a bunch of like two by fours and like, that's not what it is, but like, that's about the size and scale of it. So like, it kind of looks like you need like a crane to get it up there. Like it barely would fit through the regular door to the roof. Yeah. But ain't no cranes around us, dude. Helicopter drop, like care package. There's no way because there's too many like buildings. Wait, helicopters fly. Like, have you not seen like in Batman, he goes like between the buildings. <laughs> okay there's like there's way too little like room for air yeah yeah that's true and like the the fucking the rooftop itself i think is yeah i I think it it wouldn't be big enough for a helicopter landing pad even no you wouldn't have a it'd be the string that drops i know but like but like it wouldn't yeah if it needed to like land a helicopter it couldn't even land a helicopter so i don't think a helicopter is like maneuvering around (laughs) Do you know if this building's residential? It must be. It sounds like you're saying it is. Dude, honestly, I'm just impressed that it was just one guy doing all this shit. No, no, hold on, hold on. It's one guy measuring it, but it's not one guy, like, building all that stuff. No, I haven't seen a single person that's not him. Like, it's just been literally the one dude, and he's, like, always just wearing, like, jeans and a t-shirt. Like, he doesn't look like he's ready to fucking, like, do shit. Also, like... There's no way, like, how did he bring this shit up is, like, the real question. No, but my point is that, like, you've only seen one guy, but you also didn't see him construct or bring any of the shit up. So, like, there's probably somebody else. Yeah, magic, dude. It's fucking (laughs) wizardry. It's David Blaine up yeah, there. He's just giving me a he's just giving me a private magic show, and I just not even realizing it. (laughs) what does your roommate think 
he my i'm the only one with the who can see this so he, i haven't i know but you haven't like asked him oh no no he is no fucking way he's never seen the shit damn okay well i think i feel like he would know for some reason <laughs> okay he'd like he'd be like oh yeah you know that's for the how's the wi-fi is oh okay <laughs> <laughs> all right interesting all right well this is that was my um the fuck? one topic what the fuck is this topic i uh okay that's a pretty good one i like that and i probably i bet you see a lot of weird shit in new york so like please continue i think that's funny yeah um i've also been looking into espresso machines yeah you messaged me about that what what's the deal? yes because like i know that your family has an espresso machine um but I've, yeah it's it's like it's been there for so long and it's just been like untouched that it kind of just like blends into the background. But like, yeah. I, I do remember that you guys have it, but never use it. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, like I, in general, I just really like coffee. Right. So I've been like, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like I, one don't know how to make good coffee and two um, just like the stuff that I have to make coffee is like pretty subpar. Well, I mean, it's just like general, normal, like pour over setup. But, like, I feel like if you could make, like, your own, like, latte or, like, cappuccino, I feel like that would be sick. So, I was, like, looking into, like... It's pretty expensive. How much... Right well, now. it ranges, right? Like, there's, okay. like, a huge range in, like, prices. So, like, you can get the cheapest one for, like, 150 And what does it do? Everything. Like, it's... Well, all of them, all, like, the small, like, home setup ones are the same. It's just, like, the one like espresso maker thing i don't fucking know any of the terms you know how how each thing has like a handle that you put into the the little you pack it with the ground yeah and and that like yeah extracts yeah so there's one of those on all the machines like from from a hundred dollars to five thousand but then you need the uh, some other things to make like some of the drugs. yeah and then the other thing you need is the little like milk frother the steamer. yeah yeah so it's only two things and all of them have both so it's just so like, why is there so much variation yeah it's a good question i think it's like consistency and then like uh like power so like the the power of the milk frother i think is very variable And then I think there's like a consistency in like extraction time, which is like from the grounds. No, from the machine, like how long it takes the machine. Cause like one espresso shot is the same volume always. Right. But it's like, how long does it take to squeeze it out of the ground? Exactly. And that like, if you over extract it or like under extract it or some shit, it like makes it taste bad okay gotcha why don't you like because you only really need the milk frother for cappuccino right yeah why don't you just get like the mocha pot and you can make espresso on your stovetop i don't know what the hell a mocha pot is look it up m-o-k-a-p-o-t but i guess you know how to spell pot (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks dude (laughs) that'll like brew espresso for you no, but I don't. I want something cool, you know. I want a fucking machine because it looks cool. It's fucking like a big block of just like stainless steel, and it like, I yeah. No, I I agree. It's just your apartment doesn't. It's like small. You don't have a lot of counter space. Like, where the fuck are you gonna put this? I mean, okay, so like these things are like twelve by twelve, maybe. I'm just eyeballing it. No, no, it's it's bigger than that. No, no, no. Like, like Adam's family has one. No, like the small, like personal size ones. No way. Yeah, like non-industrial ones. No way. Okay, how big do you think it is? I think it's like, I don't know, like 15 by 15. Okay, I mean, that's like marginally bigger than what I said. <laughs> that's true. It's seeming like pressure. Did oh, you wow. Say this pressure? one is 23 by 26. Okay, maybe it's kind of big. No, wait. That's huge. Wait, there's also some that... Oh, no. They all have the milk frother. Never mind. Um, okay, that is pretty big. That's larger than I thought. But... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I'm definitely not going to get it in New York. 100, 100% oh, okay. not going to get it in New okay. York. I'm just like... I imagine like having a nice apartment you know and then just like yeah 
I just have like minimal like appliances on my like kitchen. And that's one of them. Yeah, on my kitchen like countertop. And that that's mm-hmm. that bad boy is just there. And it's just that, oh yeah, I just make myself like a, a cappuccino on the weekends, you know? And it's just like <laughs> Don't be like a coffee snob, dude. Hella nice. No, okay, so it's not like I don't want to be like I'm not gonna be like, oh, you drink Starbucks, yuck. But <laughs> but I wanna like I wanna be like, oh, like you come over, like oh, let me make you like this coffee, like make you a nice cappuccino. And because uh-huh. like it's like I I mean I don't know how to do it now, but I'm assuming it's not that much like technique, right? Like once you know I mean, all the, like the specifics, you just do it, and then like like maybe I can't do the the fucking art, but like it'll still taste pretty good. I feel like. Oh, I totally agree. I don't want to like, I totally agree. And I don't want to trivialize baristas jobs, but it looks pretty easy. I mean, I don't <laughs> like think, the, yeah, I don't think that they the would actual, be like, Oh, like, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, maybe I don't, I just don't know, but the actual making of the drink does not look that difficult. Yeah. I mean, um, I think the making the volume and like keeping track of the orders and knowing how to make like different things like, is hard, yeah. but just like, if you make one drink, I, I think it's pretty straightforward. And that's all I want, really want to do. Also, my, I don't remember if we talked about this, but my like coworker, he spent, a, uh, he did a gap year after high school and he worked uh-huh. as a, a barista for like a full year. And so like, he knows how to do all the stuff. And so I was like, if mm-hmm. I like got one and then I had him, he could, I could like have him teach me but this doesn't really work out because he's in New York and I don't plan on buying this. Not in New York. Hit the FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. But uh, this, yeah, this has been on my mind and I'm like, I could get like a, like a $500 one and that would be like nice. They look pretty, the five, like that range, there's some like pretty good looking. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between like what a $500 one can make versus like a thousand versus like a 5,000. Like, I don't think I could tell. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I'm also not that particular. Like, if the cappuccino has some foam, like, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, probably not, like, this is, like, these aren't necessarily made for that audience. But I, I, th- I do think it'd be cool. This is kind of like the coffee version of, like, getting into bartending. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was my second second point. Oh. So I was like, okay, okay if, if I learn how to do this, I could also learn how to make like cocktails because i feel like that's okay. it's like uh equally as easy to learn you know because you're just mixing <sighs> there's no there's i i feel like there's basically no technique to either it's more like precision or like yeah yeah i agree right so like, i wasn't go ahead. i wasn't signed because like i think it's i think you can't do it. i think you could definitely can i just think like wanting to like take up bartending and drink making is just like something everybody wants to do at some like it's very uh, ephemeral usually really? very fad based i mean all, all the power to you if that's what you want to do that's like cool and useful like i think it's fun for entertaining i mean yeah it's just like how everybody wants to like be a home chef or whatever right like everyone wants to be like a pro cook not me <laughs> okay not me, well, bro. some people but like i i feel like if you learn how to make like three drinks or you like know how to make like a cappuccino and like a latte or like anything like that, like it's like a skill and then you can, uh, you can just like whip it out at any point, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's always good to have more things in your tool belt than fewer. So exactly. I'm all on board, but don't just like, don't buy all the like bartending stuff and then like host one thing and then never do it again. Oh no, I would, <laughs> I would do, the coffee first i'd say i think sure. that i'm okay. more excited about because i drink way that's more a bigger coffee. like upfront investment though. it is but i'm way more confident in that it'd be a lasting like hobby yeah well and it's like and at some points it's less of a hobby and more like just straight um like functional right because like you do drink coffee a lot exactly and just so it's not a subtweet i'm i'm i was talking about my boy club liu over there just hosted one event and then closed their doors for bartending so um but that's cool i i honestly like it's big but if you found room like on your dresser or something i'd support you getting it now i think it's pretty cool (laughs) no fucking way i'm gonna get it now that's troll as fuck (laughs) especially if it's just like not attached to like 
like a sink yeah right like if it's not somewhere where you if i just put it on like a fucking bookshelf <laughs> like then it's clear that you shouldn't be buying a fucking all right hear me thing. out keep your freaking small desk and get a mini fridge and then put the coffee thing on the mini fridge and the fridge can have like milk and like other necessities for your coffee cafe honestly that's that's kind of smart yeah you know that's that's like a pretty good idea that's like a decent idea like like if you wanted to make it work now that's what you would do yeah that that would be like a feasible solution but yeah i one i'm not that fiend for the espresso and then two i feel like i'd have to that'd be like a thick commitment and i would feel really (laughs) bad after like because i don't think i could move it with me right like i don't think i could bring it on a plane anywhere so i would feel bad that i'd have to sell it or get rid of it no you could have like eventually you're gonna acquire furniture that you want to keep long enough where you would move like other pieces to like a bed frame or something right yeah but i don't plan on acquiring any of those while in new york okay that's fair which is also really sad though because i really like nice furniture you know yeah, but I think you know it's not the time. Yeah, but it's just I just have to be patient. Yeah, one of life's hardest uh, virtues. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's awesome. I I support it now also because then when I come visit, I don't have to pay for cappuccinos. Yeah, and lattes exactly. just after a nice dinner. It's a little cheaper because we don't have to have it at the restaurant, and we can have it your apartment instead exactly and it's cool and then you could learn how to do it and then you know Mm, yeah um okay cool my topics are way less um in depth um one of mine is i i watched moneyball yesterday have you seen moneyball i've of course dude you're talking to a statistician here that's true. I forgot about everyone's that. Um, every stats major's dream. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny that you mentioned that because the the character, I, I guess, real person, but the actor who plays kind of the lead stats guy is Jonah Hill. Yeah, and I was thinking about it, and I was just like, I wanted to remark on how like functional of an actor he is, and then also how. Like, why do you think he's so good at always being in, like, the supporting role? Oh, and not, like, a lead character? And, like, he has movies where he's the lead, for sure. But, like, I think, for some reason, he really excels at the supporting role. And it's really interesting. I was just, like, couldn't figure out why. Well, well, oh, well one, I, I, think, I think Moneyball was, like, his first non- comedy role i think that's like what a lot of people were like that could be right yeah like that was like his first time doing like a serious role and i think people were like really impressed so i think a lot Mm. of people didn't expect him to be able to be so versatile um and then you what was your other question i just like can't understand why he's like better in this like supporting character role than the main role like i also think of wolf of wall street like yeah 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 his character is incredibly well done and like obviously it's partly like both those movies are based in truth so like partly it's like he's just acting like that person but i think a lot of it is just like how he chooses to portray them but i don't know i just wanted to remark on that and like i'm curious if you had any thoughts it's just like something i thought about yeah yeah yeah. no i totally agree i feel like Every single movie he's in, he's like a, a good like sidekick, like mm-hmm. or like even the, even like when he is like a main character, he's like a main character with another with someone else. Like he's co yeah, like he's in a someone. Yeah, like he can't he he's never like the solo main character as far as I can remember, because like twenty two jumps twenty one Jump Street, right? Wolf of Wall Street. He's like a co. Um, yeah freaking super bad bad yeah yeah what's what's like his other movies all of his movies those are like a lot of the big ones he he's like deceptively in a lot of things and i think that speaks to kind of his versatility that you were talking about um he's deceptively versatile too yeah war dogs he's a oh he's shared with someone 
get him get him to the greek i don't know if you've seen that one but oh yeah the wedding movie with russell brand yeah 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 he's a that's a shared main character role so he's yeah. actually just like exclusively that which is uh he's never like the james bond of a movie yeah which i don't know maybe he just like i guess it kind of like comes down to like what's like a what are the traits of like a leading character or whatever yeah, or, like, it's one of two things, I think, like, two big thematic things, right? Like, he either, like, is really good at portraying traits of, like, secondary characters or ones that, like, don't need the spotlight. Or the one, like, I think is more interesting and, like, maybe is the root of this is that, like, he's really good at playing off other people. Like, either, like, building chemistry or building, like, a realistic style, like, relationship or interaction or, like, something that's really authentic, I guess. Like... Right, all the best actors are like ones who like create authenticity in this like fictional world. Even if it's based on a true story, the like movie itself is like fictional and dramatized. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think he might just be like really good at playing off people, and I don't know. Yeah, creating authentic looking interactions. I don't know. No, yeah, definitely. Like I feel like I wouldn't want to sit down and listen to like a Jonah Hill monologue, but like mm-hmm. a Jonah Hill dialogue is like hell yeah. But, like, as opposed to, like, freaking um, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Like, I would yeah, sit yeah. there for, like, a fucking monologue from him for sure. That's right? a good point. Yeah, that's a good comparison. So I think the the only sad part is jo- I hear, he, like, he's kind of an asshole in real life. Jonah Hill? Yeah. Where did you hear that? I heard he, like, lost all that weight. Yeah. And, like, then, like, people meet him and he's kind of a dick. I thought... I, I feel like I kind of like sympathize with him because I feel like people always were just like, f- like fucking mean to him. Like when he was fat or like, like always like, cause like, okay. Like, okay. like originally, like he was always kind of like the, uh, the, the like butt of the joke. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Jonah in fucking David's vlogs, right? Like everyone makes yeah. fun of him. Cause he's like, this like ugly fat guy. Right. But then like, I feel like I like, you for like a in the beginning you kind of like pretend like haha it doesn't bother me and like mm-hmm. like you know that this is just like the character that you're playing but then i feel like as time goes on it kind of grows on you and that's just like it like kind of gets to him and so like sure that's like it like it bothers him and I still, he's like oh like people would just like berate him and like not treat him like a person even though like just because like that's like the characters that he plays and so like he like he would feel like bad and so like one like i feel like that would make him feel bad about his like weight and then he would so like once he lost it like people would like either like still still like try and treat him like that and they would also Mm -hmm. like keep commenting about his like weight and stuff and that would like i don't know i feel like celebrities get a lot of shit especially like ones that have like very like uh like a like, like non-architect go ahead yeah like like ro- roles that are like less like positive or like have like fewer positive yeah. traits right like yeah. i feel like people are are quick to like jump on that like ba- bandwagon of like shitting like if their on characters someone. aren't swag and cool they just get like the shit end of the stick and like i i get that like i think like the lines between like the roles you're like typecast for and like your identity start to kind of almost merge right and like that can be like pretty hurtful if you're always like the kind of troll like made fun of role yeah and so so i feel like i feel like i i can see where he's coming from i also like always that like fucking like oh like i saw the celebrity and he was like super nice i love him or like oh he was like an asshole i feel like all of that is like super like disingenuous or like not disingenuous but like not accurate like it doesn't depict like an accurate represent representation of them like regardless because it's just like one interaction like they could be in whatever mood for whatever reason and like i i don't think that you can really make a judgment yeah you definitely can't make a judgment on their entire personality right like or how they always are because you catch them in a moment you don't know what's going on and like that's something that almost no, like the majority of people on this planet don't deal with. Like 
having moments like snapshots of their life dictate how people view them for their whole like that whole aggregate of their life so i think that's like obviously one of the huge downsides of being a celebrity um but to play devil's advocate there are like celebrities out there who have like only positive like reactions like keanu reeves everyone's like he's super nice so like if they can do it it's not impossible but i'm not saying that like they owe that to us though like if you want to be like an asshole because you're having a bad day like as a celebrity i guess that's like kind of your prerogative right i i feel like there's like two parts of that like one i feel like it kind of builds off of itself like sure, people it like say he's like such a great guy so then like other people say he's such a great guy and then they just like assume he's a great guy without like without much information sure and then the second thing is i feel like it also depends on like the situation that you're like placed in right because like if they expect him to be like the funny guy that you can kind of like make fun of and then they're like oh yo like what's up fatso and then he's just like he like reacts poorly to that and they're just like whoa (laughs) dude he's such an asshole like he can't take a joke or whatever right like that's i feel like whereas like like everyone's like oh i love you keanu and then it's like it's like easy to respond positively to some like to yeah. positive like uh, crit- or, like feedback, you know? Yeah, no, like the expectations of the people definitely play a big role. And I guess that's where maybe the differential comes in too. Yeah. So mm. I'm a fucking Jonah Hill stan. I mean, yeah, I like <laughs> for, as an actor. I love him. He's great. Like in all his comedies, he's really funny. That his serious roles are good. Um, and I I hope that he's actually like in his own life and like as a person isn't a huge dick. Like I don't care what other people say, but I hope that he's not like actually genuinely huge asshole because that would be disappointing. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I also don't actually defend him because I, I just say that you can't make any like, yeah, just you can't make a fucking uh judgment without no dude i'm actually knowing them yeah dude if he comes out like later on and he's just like murdering people it's fucking just like you defended him or i want you to meet him and he just like (laughs) yeah like messes you up he's just a straight (laughs) asshole just no reason yeah um that's funny okay well that was my like jonah hill observation and rant i was like just really excited because i'm like always really impressed with his roles what'd you think of the movie um is that your first time seeing it yeah it was i had been meaning to watch it for a while um it was good i don't think it was anything special brad pitt's always good too but i mean i feel like people kind of laud him already too Mm -hmm. um but i think he's pretty good at like various roles or he's always like he feels like he's very invested in like who the character is um i also watched um and like maybe you'll like or you'll hate this i guess but i watched risky business finally it's a tom cruise movie from the 80s oh wait Um, i thought you hate that like i thought you hate watching like old movies is that not you wait that's definitely not me i'm always defending ferris bueller oh okay someone was like oh i can't watch movies like older than like 2010 that I feel like, I don't know who that is, but I feel like that's kind of troll. Or it's <laughs> just because like the the fucking like quality like the it's too bad. Yeah, it's like low resolution, and then like everything just seems so outdated. I don't know. Oh, is this the one no, where he's I, like dancing with no pants? Yeah, on? he comes out yeah in like a dress shirt and he's like dancing. That's the famous scene. Um, but I like I always just wanted to remark like on eighties movies in general, they all have like the same feel. Um, so I was like actually reading about, I don't know why I was like such a down, like such a movie rabbit hole, but I was reading about how, like why eighties movies are so popular. So things like Ferris Bueller's day off risky business, like top Go- is that yeah. right? No Pulp fictions from the late nineties. I think not um, mid nineties. Top- okay. Top gun fast times at Ridgemont high. Like it, there's just a lot of like classic eighties. Uh, uh, is a uh, breakfast club. I think, yeah, Breakfast Club's an 80s movie. Um, and they all have the same vibe. So I was curious, like, why so many of, like, that that movies, that decade's movies came out as, like, classics. And people were talking about, like, nostalgia. And then I thought that was really weird because, obviously, I don't have 1980s nostalgia. I wasn't mm-hmm. around. But um, they all, 
it was interesting. They all deal with like coming of age stories and they all like portray it in like kind of like raunchy or like different ways that we might not think about it now. Like in risky business, like most of the stories centered around him, like having this like prostitute over and then like nothing bad happens, but like he needs like the money to cover his dad's car and like no spoilers, they, like, dude. I haven't seen okay. it. Okay, I won't spoil it, but there's a lot of like common tropes. Like, you know how Ferris Bueller, like he takes out his dad's car and messes it up. The same thing happens in this one. Like, it's just very interesting. Um, but I'd recommend watching it if you want to be like, watch classics. Like I like watching classics so I could like at least know if I liked it or not. But I don't, I didn't, overall, I didn't think it was a great movie. Wait, wait. So you don't think that like they all feel the same just because they're from the same time period? Like, isn't that like a pretty clear explanation for like why they seem similar? Like it's the same uh, setting, right? So it's just like, I think it's deeper than that. I think like the tropes and the like themes, the motifs. And, yeah. And I guess those are all like, those all stem from, okay, it's all happening in this decade, but I feel like other decades don't seem to have that like continuity as much. Like I think about like the two thousands or even like the 2010s, like, they're not like dominated by like, like if I would take all the classics from the 2010s, I don't like feel as common of themes as like 80s movies. Are there classics from 2010, from the 2010s even? I mean, it depends what, I think they're not, they can't be classics yet, right? It hasn't been old enough. But like, well, what would be a classic? I I think movies have like, the movies that have dominated now are less, um, one-offs and more like franchise film series right like in 30 40 years like the marvel universe is going to be like incredible like that there's this so many characters and like so many like it's so dynamic and that there's so much content like that's going to be amazing in itself right yeah but that's like a very different style than like these classics that are all like one-offs and like completely independent and different movies right yeah but i i feel like a lot of the movies now are like about like space or something or about the world world ending you know i feel like 90 percent of the movies are just like global warming or space uh i I can name like four space movies which i guess kind of support your supports your point but i don't know if all of them are going to be classics but like all i feel like all of the big movies like big big movies are like it's like a big space movie you know yeah uh, no or i mean no like well it's like a big movie that's like unrelated to space (laughs) like that that's not all, not not Marvel. Just all like a of solo like Harry movie. Potter. No, like a uh, solo movie. You know. Well, like everything that's won the Academy Awards is not about space. Like each year, like Moonlight, is that what it's called? Yeah, that that is true. Shape of Water. Well, I guess Shape of Water. I don't really know how to classify that. I haven't seen that. Isn't that about no, like an like, alien? I think so, but it's like on Earth. Hmm. Um, Nomad Land was like about like these like people who live in the desert in America. I mean, uh, I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. But like, it does seem like there's like a there's like a lot of space movies. I mean, because like you could give like the same like. Where okay, what are all these space movies? I mean, The Martian is like a really good movie. Is space like Interstellar? Like so like like four or five max you can make whoa okay i mean like like there's a uh fucking the one with the circles i forget what that one's called uh i okay i don't like space movies which is probably why i don't really know them or um have them like all the cloverfield movies are about space those are more horror though like but they're like still about like space and then there's like i i would like it doesn't count but i would say like inception is like very space like (laughs) even though they don't go to space it feels very space i feel like you're just like at this point defining like sci-fi yeah yeah (laughs) which could be right i mean it's like like, it's all of these movies are like about like 
being outside of normal Earth. Yeah, like, I think as a whole, like, sci-fi is, like, the genre to be in right now. More, more like, maybe in the 80s, it was more about, like, adolescence or, like, teens, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, one is, like, more entertaining to, like, imagine and watch, and that's what people like. But then the other one is really entertaining for, like, oh, we all remember what it was like to be a teen. Yeah, it's relatable. That. Yeah, so I think it's, like, I think you're right then. Like, if you expand space to mean, like, sci-fi, then, yeah, like, a lot of the, like, most popular movies now are, like, science fiction e space-related. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Oh, and then the last movie topic, have you seen – did you end up watching Black Widow or you didn't? I, I did not. Also, okay. I'm going to get so much shit for, for all the things that I just said. Cause like, Why? I know someone is just sitting there just like, I can name like 400 movies that have nothing to do with what you're talking about right now. So um, We didn't really defend it that well. Or, yeah, let me, so it doesn't matter. I'm just saying that I'm definitely wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I did not see Black Widow. I don't want to spend $30 to freaking watch Black Widow. That That's fair. Um it it was very okay. Hmm. I'm like not really glad I watched it. So okay, I was just seeing it. Not surprising. I feel like she doesn't have any powers, so that's just gonna be kind of It wasn't like that it was lack I think the storytelling just wasn't that engaging. Uh I also okay. like I well, feel like it, it won't you know that it won't have any like any like bearing. effect on the on the future of the rest of the movie, so it's kinda like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's true. It's hard to get invested, right? When you know, like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, she died, right? Like, that's yeah. It. I um, okay. and I I feel like also like we're getting older, so like these movies are like way less appealing, right? Like I started watching this like Star Wars Clone Wars like show said, on Disney Plus. I hate this. Well, I don't hate it, but I'm like, oh, like when I was like like 11 like this would be so cool but like now i'm like i there's like so many like flaws and it makes me sad it does make me sad it really does because like i feel like the concept i think is still cool to me but like the execution Mm -hmm. just has to like appeal to like a bunch of kids or like a much younger audience so i feel like it just like i i can't appreciate it as much as i'd want to I've had this phenomena and weigh in please with like Disney shows. I don't watch Disney shows now, but I've like seen them and like, they just seem like they're so much worse than when we like, or would watch Disney channel. I don't know if you feel that way, but like the Disney like sitcoms of today seem like so much worse than what we had. And maybe that's just because the changing audience or because they like truly are worse. And like maybe kids have like, transitioned and shifted more to like watching youtubers right over like disney channel so i don't know but i oh, think we were that's in good, like dude i like this song in the <laughs> <laughs> that's our rice cooker dude it okay. tells us when the rice is done apologies glad, glad to know the rice is good okay continue sorry but yeah i i don't know if you feel that way but i certainly do we were in like golden age of disney sitcoms i mean i feel like there's like a ton of bias right like yeah, there's there's no way that it's not biased but i like totally agree with you <laughs> like you're just like okay this shit is garbage compared to like sweet life of zach and cody or whatever exactly but or like, like i mean i feel like there must be numbers supporting it like viewership or i don't know but i feel like hannah montana was pretty damn good compared to like the show like jake paul was on for disney channel but okay but i feel like there's like there were a lot of shows are like that when we were yeah when we were kids that were bad and they got canceled like because like jake paul's show got canceled right no he got canceled he got he just got ridden off okay never mind (laughs) i i I don't know maybe i i feel like in like 10 years that's how you know whether or not that show was actually good because like i feel like then yeah people will still like talk about it or like the the actors will still be relevant also that's fair i i get yeah i don't know jake paul show had olivia rodrigo and she's killing it yeah so you know who knows yeah 
Okay, totally switching topics, and I know we're coming up to like pretty long here, so I'll keep this short. So last week in the office, it, this is sounding like office talk again, but it's completely unrelated. Um, we went out to lunch um, because we were all there. We went to um, Gots, which is like a burger place. Michelin and I didn't want Star. Is it still? No, I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. Originally from Napa. We have one here in Palto, but also one in the city. And I got, I didn't want a burger. So I just got chili fries, onion rings, and a milkshake, which is like, that is pretty degenerate. <laughs> so I was like pounding it down in the office, but it was a busy day, like a lot of calls. So I actually saved the chili fries. So I brought them home. That was last Wednesday. I've since like stored them with like saran wrap and like airtight, whatever. And I've kept them in the fridge. And then so I finally got around to heating them today. I like crisped up the fries and I like heated the chili. And I told like my friends at work, like, hey guys, like gots, like dank, like I'm eating, eating the food that I had from last week when I was with you guys. And they just like completely shat on me. They were like, that's a questionable, that's pretty disgusting. Like, why do you keep it so long? So I want to know your thoughts on leftovers and exactly what I did. Where does that fall on like the acceptable scale? Wait, so it was last Wednesday? Yes, and today's Thursday. So like over a, full... a week old. Well, or like okay, a week old. Yeah, yeah, like a full 7 days old. I got to say, man, that's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you serious too? Yeah, that's fucking gross. I mean, I honestly, <laughs> if it was like McDonald's, I would say that's that would be more okay. Because there's more preservatives? Yeah, but I feel like the the nicer it is, like the fewer preservatives it is, so like the worse it'll keep. I'm just confused at like what part's disgusting about it because it's obviously not spoiled. Like there's nothing growing in it. Yeah, like, but the I think the meat could go bad. Like especially with chili, I feel like reheating like okay just in general like reheating chili fries sounds one (laughs) difficult and two kind of gross but it is hard i had to scoop the chili okay yeah that sounds disgusting but then also if it's like a fucking week old i feel like the chili for sure is questionable the fries are just like i don't know fucking potatoes so that's probably okay (laughs) but it's mainly just the meat i feel like definitely not be good i think you're wrong because the fries i think would be what i bet to go wrong because it's filled with oil and like oil goes rancid uh i feel like not really not that fast it does okay but how long does cooked beef last in the fridge let's look it up three to four days (laughs) Oh my How god. Does cooked potatoes last in the fridge? No, you can't say oh, cooked. Also, say also three to four <laughs> days. Wow. I, okay. this How sounds long like a generic. fried potatoes? Okay, yeah. It is it doesn't even specify fried. Okay. This is USDA, dude. Okay, so I'm in the wrong here. I feel okay. I ate it like three hours ago. No, I'm I like sure be- you're fine. I'm like Cause like those, all of those fucking like metrics are like, oh, like because then it goes from like a three percent chance of getting food poisoning to like a ten, and like ten is That's their true. like minimum threshold of like what's acceptable. So it's like you're still probably fine. It's just like kind of yeah sketchy. I don't know. I think I think it'd be totally fine. And like if you gave it to me and you're like, oh yeah, this is just like leftovers from a few days ago, and I I I, I would just eat it okay but yeah i mean yeah that's not going to discourage me from doing that in the future i just wanted to know if i was off base or if they were off base it sounds like i'm off base and i'm just okay being off base um it is i think it's definitely pushing it you would not have liked my new york leftovers then because like we had that prime rib and then like a week later i was just eating this prime rib and like horseradish and like au jus oh it was so good okay yeah, that's that's questionable, especially because like <laughs> that meat isn't like fully cooked; it's like rare, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, well, I'm glad I got the temperature check on that. 
Um, do you have anything else you wanted to discuss? Bring up with the fans? Um, no. Uh, yeah, no, I think I'm pretty good. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in for episode 38. Um, just like a nice kind of chatting with the, with the homie. Um, and maybe we'll start guests again. I don't know. What do you think? We have, we haven't discussed this at all. So, (laughs) I mean, yeah, we have to, we have to come up with some good ideas and then we can get it going. Okay. Yeah. But if DM us, if you want to be a guest to you that we enjoy having you guys. So definitely cool. All right. Well, that was episode 38. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.